All right, welcome to That's a Fact Season 2. Uh, it's been a hot minute since I recorded anything for the podcast, and uh, I want to get back into it because uh, I'm bored, and my guest harassed me until I did one. So here we are. Uh, he's currently, I've got him on Zoom. He has not joined the meeting yet, but um, give him a sec to hop on, and there he is in the waiting room. So I'd like to introduce Matt Quirk. And we're going to admit, and Matt, you are being recorded right now. So how's it going? Uh, it's It's been going. Yeah, life is doing that. So I've got a few things I want to cover. Um, I'm sure you have things you want to cover. Uh, yes, uh, I've been reading through my Twitter. Oh, yeah, I've got a bunch which, of Twitter bookmarks. <laughs> it's so bad. No, well, my thing is that my Twitter is very unpolitical. It goes, I have Donald Trump, and I have AOC, and Elon Musk, followed by, like, BMW, Porsche, and, like, Ferrari or something. That's the only people you follow? Yeah. So what? I get very just polar opposite ends. Very interesting uh, combination. So before yeah, my we, Instagram's better. Before we get too deep into any good conversation, I'm, we're going to start with COVID because I want to spend the least time on it. Um, and it's actually a combination here. I have it written down on this little list thing. And I also, it's the first bookmark uh, on my, or the, the last bookmark, but the top one on my list here from the old Twitter. And it's this New York Post article. And the headline just says, Governor Cuomo says politicians will take, quote, different tone on COVID-19 after Trump loss. And I didn't actually read the article, so I'm a horrible person. But I find that funny. And I think it's probably, I kind of, I mean, I don't really care what it says. It's just the fact that they're saying, admitting we're going to take a different tone just because candidate A lost is just pretty bad. And on top of that, I don't know if you've been following, you're obviously in Massachusetts, but New York, um, Cuomo just upped our restrictions again. So now we can't have more than 10 people in a private home gathering because that's, you know, constitutional. And then gyms, bars, and restaurants have to close by 10, something like that, which most of them do anyway. So that wasn't really a big deal, but. Yeah, it's, may I? Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, so Tell it's interesting. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Don't give me that power. But um, anyway, it's funny because I am, I've been following that, right? My Google News, which I read every morning, like I just scroll through yeah. like on the, under the Google, that gives me all New York updates still. So I see my daily briefing of New York news from that pretty much. It's pretty bad. But well, it's the New York, it's like New York like, in general. New York news. Yeah. Just, my parents are literally considering moving now. <laughs> like my house. <clears throat> they're just talking to me. My mom just brought it up. She was like, "Would you?" Or she was like, "I wonder if we should move south this morning." And I was like, "No, <laughs> no, please." Yeah, no, but um, one of the. One of the things that gets me about that, though, is I'm reading and I'm following all of these, uh, like you said, seemingly unconstitutional, at least in the length that they're going to. Yeah. Like certain measures may not may be OK, but they are far exceeding, I think, what many scholars are saying is OK. I also think there's two parts to that. You know, there's a so there's there's two ways you can view it. If COVID is as deadly as a lot of people want to make it seem like seem to think have maybe claimed which i don't really think it is and i don't think the data shows that it is um if it's that deadly 
then yes, I do think maybe if people are just being really stupid, you might need to be like, okay, guys, stop going to people's houses. You're going to die. Yes. But I don't think it's that infective. And then also it's like, do you, can you say that period even then? Because wouldn't people stop going out if they were like really high risk at dying? I think they probably would. Yeah, that's the thing. And so let me preface what I'm about to say with just a little bit of tragic backstory. So one of the arguments that I hear a lot is that, you know, oh, you haven't been affected by COVID. No one you know has been hurt by COVID. So who are you to make judgments? My grandfather had a stroke due to the COVID and he's lost his ability to communicate and is lying in a nursing home and no one's seen him in person for, I don't know, as long as COVID's been going on. That's tragic so, backstory for that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So what I'm Sorry saying is that. I'm not arguing from the stance of, oh, no one I know has been hurt. I have seen the, uh, the repercussions that COVID can affect on people and I felt what it can deal with families. That being said, my grandparents didn't leave the house for months. Yeah. My grandfather had not left the house since January something. And he still managed to get it. And he's in the nursing home, which mm-hmm. is tragic. You know, we hadn't visited him beforehand, though. There was a. Do they gap, know where he got it from? Most likely one of the people that came in to like help him. He has his leg amputated and my grandmother has Alzheimer's. So they have, we have hired help that comes in and then the family subs in. Okay. But what I'm getting at is theoretically they followed all the correct guidelines and it's a freak thing and they got it still. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is, no, sorry, but just, well, elderly are at risk. Yeah. Elderly people should not go. And there's a theory and I, you know, this was Alex Jones. So take it with a grain Uh, of salt. But I, you know, he, a lot of stuff that he says, he's actually pulling from some grain of truth he saw somewhere. He was on Joe Rogan and he was talking about how the real high risk factors are not necessarily age or poor health, poor health in quotes. It's a zinc, vitamin D and vitamin C deficiency. And you have those deficiencies when you're elderly or when you have underlying conditions or when you haven't been outside in a long time and you live in a nursing home and you never see the sun. And so when you're younger and going out and, you know, obviously it has to do with the immune system. And when you're 85, your immune system is not as good as when you're 25, but exactly. And I mean, that's, it's, it's definitely, I don't know that we're looking at it as objectively as we could. We're just like, Oh, these people are vulnerable. Yeah. I think we're, we're grouping, but I think as a, as a general rule, I think, you know, it's like, look, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the man's probably going to be fine if he gets it as he well, spends. Trump got it. Trump's 76, right? 74. Yeah, yeah. He's in his 70s. He's obese, but he's I mean, out the... and about all the time. He's and people, oh, he got the treatments. He got the, okay, you know what? Yeah, of course he got treatments. What are you going to not treat him? Just like, that's a stupid yeah, exactly. argument. If the queen got it, you know. He still kicked it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's people who got treatments, treatments, and I think still did die. Yeah, there so... were younger people that got treatments and still died. Yeah. Very rare, but yeah. And I mean, that is kind of the thing you know it's you're gonna get it at some point most likely you know unless we vaccinate the entire country which is also never gonna happen yeah and it's i think did you send the article to me or did i send it to you about the the pfizer vaccine mandatory uh vaccine at movie theaters 
no, you didn't send that to me, and I didn't oh. send that to you. <laughs> but that's interesting. We're in a lot I mean, of different group Cuomo, chats, so I don't know what. Yeah, Cuomo intersects. or Biden. I think Biden was talking about a federal mask mandate, but then also a federal yeah. vaccine mandate. Or federal vaccine mandate, I don't think would pass. Uh, you know, checks and balances, but I do think they would make it a pain in the butt to live. They'd be like, if you want to be in college, you have to get the vaccine. If you want to be in school, yeah. you have to get the vaccine. If you want to go to the doctor, you have to get the vaccine. Which, and my thing is, I'm not anti-vax. No, and I'm not But either. what I am is, I'm anti, let's be the first people to get it, vax. Yeah. You know? And <clears> Especially the thing is, when I'm not, a, like, I'm not, a, I don't have any risk exactly. factor. So my other like, grandfather, right? He has had numerous surgeries and cancers. So his immune system is shot, right? I'm fine for the 80 year old man to get a vaccine and if which it if yeah. has negative consequences 20 years in the future are not going to be an issue for him yeah okay now if in five years we start seeing that you know everyone's tongues start turning purple or something i'm gonna be happy i wasn't on the bandwagon yeah and if everyone's fine in 20 years and i turn what do i turn 40 and then you'll COVID get comes around again okay <laughs> shoot me up yeah i saw somebody on tiktok they were like hey hear me out now if we all took a pill at the same time and we slept for two weeks covid would just disappear <laughs> so we should definitely do that yeah, saw, yeah. no okay i'm going off on tangent now but who was it this is it gonna be like, like an hour and 45 minutes long oh yeah i know it's totally 40, fine dude 745 i mean i don't care <laughs> i think it was like no johnny depp it was like johnny depp or some like <laughs> someone like that right which is was, an entire another topic we could discuss he's at like, some point. yo dude why don't we freaking put lsd in bombs and drop it on terrorists he'd be coming out of his cave <laughs> like yo <laughs> and i um i think we should do that <laughs> a little bit yeah and you and know don't what only char- but, but but it's a double-edged sword so after we do that right when we capture them we don't only charge them on terror but also on drug charges you had a lsd in your system when we found you it's like <laughs> you dropped that on me. i don't care right no arguing that's some uh, kamal harris prosecuting right there yeah <laughs> yeah the first black woman man I, how do we feel about this in fact the first female vice president in history probably going to be the first female president (laughs) yeah like my things go to plan conservative tiktok you know it's great but they're like you know kamala harris is emperor palpatine yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) well done (laughs) the time has come yeah no but uh just quickly going off of the ungodly amount of hours of tiktok i spend a week one of the arguments one of my conservative people I follow is arguing is like, it's kind of <coughs> hypocritical for you to all argue that you voted for the first female vice president. When you did Sarah not. Palin ran. Oh, yeah. What was it? Eight years ago? 16 years ago? Yeah, the, Gosh. She ran I with, um, I believe she ran with McCain. McCain. No. Yeah. No. No, I no, don't know. No, 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 no. I'm trying to remember. I can't. Hold remember on. I have saying. a computer in front of me. Yeah. It's yeah. not doing anything. I um, not to mention the fact that Kamala Harris could have gotten the presidential nomination and they didn't give it to her. So specifically because they knew she wasn't going to win, which obviously has nothing to do with the fact that she's a woman. Well, maybe some people would claim it does, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, so 2008, she ran with 
Oh, Sean Paul. Really? Sarah Palin? Wait, did she run for president or was she his running mate for vice? Vice. Oh, okay. Yeah, which she, is why she's the parallel. A... <clears throat> yeah. Actually, yeah. while we're on TikTok, I uh, TikTok is a cesspool of uh, Gen of Z life. It's you know what the funny thing? It's not just Gen Z though. It's like <laughs> there's a whole like, and now they don't talk about what was it? They used it used to be different, and now the reference is like you're on this side of TikTok, like the conservative yeah. side. I found not. Uh, it's gonna sound weird. <laughs> the Cougars. <laughs> And it was like this woman and she's like 60. She's like 60, but like really like attractive, very in good shape, whatever. And she was like, do you want a cougar sugar mom? And I'm like, no, but like, it's scary, man. I just, anyway, but this is where I'm going with this. So TikTok is, you know, we're, we're late on it. We're late on it. If you want to go viral, get, you know, win big, make some money, get famous. We, you missed, you missed the bandwagon. That was probably this year. Last time, last, last time this, yeah. or even last yeah, year this summer time. this last time last year. year yeah or summer exactly because like, you wanted yeah, like a couple before. of yeah, thousand summer. you wanted a couple of thousand before quarantine hit yeah you wanted and to then... and um well but even like addison ray and the ones who have like 18 million they were old and there's lots of cringy videos of them so anyway i was listening to another joe rogan podcast this whole podcast is just gonna be rip off of other joe no i'm just kidding but um <laughs> not sponsored was... by the way I'm totally blanking on his name. Glenn Greenwald. I want to say with Glenn Greenwald. It might not have been, it might not have been Glenn Greenwald, but the, the guest was talking about how people think like social media is clicks and views and it's a monopoly for your clicks and your views. It's actually a monopoly or sorry, a, a contest for your time. Oh, attention. They say they want your attention. No, they don't want your attention. They want your time, which is why services like Netflix and YouTube are actually competing rather than you think, um, you know, social media platforms aren't necessarily competing with each other. They're competing with they're like, it's a, it's a weird way that because they're competing against everything, basically. Yeah. I think they were saying like Instagram's biggest competitor isn't Facebook or Snapchat, even though I think they're all yeah. owned by Facebook now, yeah. but um, it's like, it's YouTube because YouTube takes people's time. And like Netflix, for example, they added the little countdown timer when you finish an episode of a show and it's like playing the next episode in three, two. Yeah. That, if that increases watch time and then suddenly, boom, YouTube added it. I don't know if you noticed that. YouTube added playing next video or whatever. You can turn it off. Mine's off. But oh, yeah. Mine, like it. the autoplay thing. Yeah. And that's yeah. why it's interesting because time is something you can't. There's no way to get more than the allotted amount of someone's time you can get more clicks from one like i could click something i could watch you know i don't even know it's not variable so like let's i could click on 10 pictures from one person but i can't spend 10 minutes in yeah. one way there's only yeah. 10 minutes there i could click now, faster i can't use my time different faster now that's that's the <clears throat> that i think is the difference between a content creator and the platform itself Especially on things like yeah, because Instagram, Instagram and- they don't care. They're like, if you're on our platform as long as possible. Well, there's two exactly. levels. They want you to be on their platform as long as possible, so they can feed you ads and and yeah. screen time. And then each individual creator obviously wants your clicks and views. But ultimately, there's levels of engagement where there's I viewed your picture, I saw it on Explore or whatever. Then there's I liked it. Then there's you know yeah. comment, ver- like follow, and, and follow, yeah, like and- share. 
look through the page maybe yeah share it and um but those are all more engagement well and i think the the thing is though that youtube does not care who rises to the top youtube does so mr beast for example right everyone knows who mr beast is yeah youtube does not care if mr beast starts getting zero views on a video and someone else gets as long million, as someone's right? getting as long as million. someone's getting them whereas content creators themselves are competing for with each your, other yeah yes and that's that's where it gets interesting because mr beast puts out a 10 minute video and you pewdiepie puts out a 10 minute video that 10 minutes of your life you could you can watch both videos but yeah, at 5 p.m yeah at 5 p.m <laughs> from 5 to 5 10 which one are you going to watch because you can only watch one of them literally you can't actually do it so anyway, ugh, distracting people. Um, wow, I'm blanking. Okay, the TikTok virality phenomenon. That's what I have written down here. I don't necessarily know what I meant by it, but I know I was listening to another podcast by, uh, it's Dave Portnoy and Josh Richards, who's a TikTok e-boy guy. He's in the Sway House. I actually like him. He's, he's really cool, smart guy. I don't follow I any of houses. Just... I don't follow any of the houses either. I literally didn't know who he was until I listened to the podcast. Technically, I Dave you... Portnoy. You and like two other people from school are the only people I actually follow. Yeah. So I don't, I don't follow, I follow a few accounts. I follow some weightlifting accounts and, um, oh, yeah. I follow like, I also, (laughs) I follow doctors. So doctors. Okay. We can get to that too. But, uh, okay. Yeah. Actually, annoying. Let me just write that down. Doctors. Cause I do. So anyway, um, he was talking about how he would spend hours like studying the TikTok algorithm and got to the point where he knew if he posts a certain video with a certain sound doing a certain thing, it would definitely go viral. And then he would post six of those videos and get over a million likes every day. And that's how he got super famous. Which is interesting too, because you see that in another industry where like uh, Spotify, for example, there is a sweet spot for songs yeah. Now, when it's like, I want to say it's like two minutes, six seconds or something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting probably, shorter. It's getting very short. But like, uh, like I prefer a bit longer songs. Long songs, like uh, Ed Sheeran's old Divide album, right? His songs yeah, go between from like three, three, three minutes, to five minutes. Th- 30 seconds to like four minutes, right? Yeah. Adele's Hello from the Other Side or whatever. Those are some of the longer songs that come to mind. And they're still high ranking, but they're... But if you look at modern songs, like if you look at uh, who just put on an album? I don't know. I'm very behind in music. But if you look at, okay, so let's look at Camila Cabello's album, which came out in January or February of this year, right? Her songs peak out at about three minutes, the longest ones. Mm. And they get, and they're shorter at, and like near the two minute mark so they're in between there and so it's just interesting how they're monetized according to the amount of l- listens that they get yeah and, I was just and so say that. so the shorter the of, better because you're yeah it's what both. a lot of artists You've are doing time. is an artist will start by writing a, a story and what they're doing is they're just taking two halves of the story writing a different beginning and a different ending and then just marketing one story as two different songs yeah which i mean was i 
I don't. I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Speaking of the devil, I mean, you can talk. I mean, you can talk about songwriting and how it's horrible today too. But that's a whole separate topic, which we can talk about. But yeah, and Spotify. You know, here's my question. This slipped in my mind. But so, do you think? And I'm not. I, I have no idea. I just wanted to talk this out. Is it in TikTok or Instagram or YouTube's best interest? to allow creators to understand that algorithm to post six viral videos per day. Because if you view it one way, if you're on there and there's a guy making million like videos and they're going viral and you're, you're spending your time on TikTok making it go viral, why would they care who's doing it? But at the same time, do they want a creator to monopolize their platform or do they want to maintain that control? Because especially now you have a lot of this like censorship and especially on like Twitter, you know, Twitter is yeah. a weird one. Twitter is a unique. Um, Cause I do get random recommendations sometimes, but generally I just go through my feed and it's yeah. the people I follow and things that they've liked or reshared. It's not, yeah. I don't get other stuff unless they've liked it, which is I mean, one I way that things can go viral, which is, most similar to Facebook, I believe. Yeah, I've, I've never used I personally it. I don't, don't have Snapchat. I, I have a Facebook account and I don't use it. I have a Snapchat I don't use anymore. I mean, yeah. I got Snapchat when I came to school so I could use its texting without giving out my Instagram and text yeah. messaging if I wanted to make friends. I, I know no one here, but that's fine. That's a different thing. It's okay. Sad. You got rid of it because you've no friends. <laughs> that's so sad. Oh, no. Technically, actually. it's still on my phone. I got rolled by the White House the other day. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. I got rid of it Through because TikTok. I used it to talk to my ex, and then I, even that, I literally only used it to talk to like her, and we had like a streak. And then I think I had a streak with like Mikey Bonagura, and like, and then I just didn't use it, and I was like, well, I don't need this, so I got rid of it. And yeah, Instagram is is better because it has yeah. basically all of the same features as Snap. If I like wanted, wanted to send to, someone yeah. a picture and just not, you know. Of my like, yeah. you know, Damon. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know Instagram though. Have you gotten the new update? Yeah, it just got weird. It looks weird. Dude, it's ho- well because it's, they moved. And why the- did they put my stupid like button? The likes where you get like, your notification thing. Why'd they put it on top? I hate that. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's right next to, if you're on the home screen where you, like, yeah. you open the app, you've got up on the top right corner, the messaging button. Yeah. Right to the left of it is the little heart the where explore- you go. Oh. No, no, no. That's your um. There's the explorer search thing up there now. I think yeah, that might be up there too. But also your notifications is up there. So this person liked their picture. Hold on, let me just show you. Yeah. I can't really look right now without showing everything because I'm on my phone right now. So. Yeah, yeah. So look. See Can the you little- move it this way? This way. Yeah. Oh my little gosh, heart is I didn't right even there. notice that. Isn't that weird? That's horrible. It, it makes me very, and then the where well, it the, used to be is actually the the shopping thing, which is an interesting one. <laughs> now they're monetizing more stuff. And, and that's, the reels. That's an, see, but to be fair, the most, and I don't usually buy, I've, I have bought things from Instagram ads once, but they have a lot of ads where it's clothing and it's very focused on what I wear. Like I'll see an ad, I'm like, I really like that. How did they know? And if I could literally swipe up and boom, right from the app, I would be broke. <laughs> so that's good. That's genius. I 
props to them for doing that. Yeah, but. I mean, it's, I mean, and even just looking at the reels thing, their reels are designed to be TikTok. Oh, yeah. It's literally, even the comments look so much like TikTok. Like the reels thing. Oh, reels is right in the middle now. Yeah. See, I hadn't even seen that. Reels is, is replaced where your Explorer used to be. Because I like how I did it is my TikTok is my TikTok where I scroll through and look at, you know, short videos. Whereas for uh, the, I liked Instagram because I get like a lot of uh, like feeds of particular things. So I'll get like a snowboarding feed where I can just scroll through snowboarding videos and discussions for five minutes. And then sometimes I get like a very uh, debating feed or something, you know? So I don't like that it's very... Uh, I don't know if you can hear the the background. Is that people fighting or like partying? They'll all be blacked out in (laughs) five hours. Sounds so productive. These are your smart people somehow. I have one person in my class, in any of my classes that I... What the heck is going on? I have one person in any of my classes. Let me just say this. I do. I am legitimately scared to leave my room after ten that o'clock. That dude is sauced right now. Dude, they're whoever's sauced. singing right now is. There are forty. Sauced. There are forty people on this. No, I mean, there's drunk, and that guy is out. <laughs> All right. This is why <laughs> I wear why, headphones. Remember? This is why I don't drink. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Because I would be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, my first weekend here, right? One of these, like one of the main kids that came up that you, know, you expect to be a drinker. You can tell by looking at them. And they, they would be in the frat if my school had one. Uh, you know? don't have frats. Is your we school Catholic? We're, we're a Jesuit, Catholic, LGBTQ, BBQ. But it is, Je- it is Jesuit. There's so in, many Jesuit schools theory. that I didn't even know were Jesuit because they don't have anything remotely Catholic they, about them no, anymore. Like my, my dad was saying. My dad came here 30 years ago, and he's like, yeah, there wasn't much Jesuit principles here back then. So They probably ended in the 60s. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a lot of the, you know, it was the people I mean, that. Colleges, colleges always get more and more liberal over time. So um, whatever yeah. your background, unless you stay explicitly religious, which they probably were never religious it's it's interesting because so far there's been two professors that have held conservative values. It's ironic because when they talked in class, the teachers did not expect them to have, and I say conservative meaning relative. Okay. Right. So for example, uh, for Wednesday, I had a lecture. I'm doing a theology slash history joint course. So it's like six credits, and it's on like imperialism. What it basically is is just how evil the white christians are yeah and then this guy came on because we were talking about slavery and the ottoman right and how it compared to modern day american slavery and so this guy comes up and he's like so let me explain this to you racism did not cause slavery slavery caused racism in the u.s because we suppressed the people because they're the easiest to conquer and they were sold the cheapest yeah. which is horrible, but he's saying... And they happen to look and, different than us. Yeah, and they looked different than us. Now, he didn't say this, but I think we've discussed this before. You know, if the Spanish were the easiest people to capture, yeah, probably have Spanish slaves. But yeah. the Spanish had an incredible 
Navy for a while, and, and they were a <clears throat> now, advanced. See, we can get very touchy here, but you also had a very uncivilized society where they were capturing and selling their fellow tribes or each other in other fellow yeah. Africans. So, you know, had Spanish people been doing that, yeah, we would have gone if they were cheaper. Like, you know what I mean? That yeah. sounds really messed up because I and am it's... talking about people, but obviously I don't condone that. Yes, there's no condemnation here. But um, what what was funny is he was saying that in Afterwise, he leaves the college. He's like, well, that was interesting, a very controversial, uh, you know, point of view. And I was like, here's the thing. I'm, most of my classes would think I'm liberal because nice. I just don't Most of mine wouldn't, but argue. Actually, none of them would come up except my English class. I've said a few things. And I had, a, I talked, there's one girl from my class who I talked to a little bit. I followed her Instagram. We, we DM back and forth a little because she would post really um, liberal stuff and I'd respond. <laughs> so, oh, great. Uh, yeah. Actually, now, no, but it was good. Well, oh, so the one thing here. she said, uh, she said something about if you vote, if you vote for Trump um, and claim to be pro woman and pro LGBT, you're, you're lying basically. And I responded, I just swiped, swiped up and I DM'd her and I was like, look, you're smart enough to know that that statement doesn't mean anything. And you just like, it's just polarizing. So like, if you actually want to talk about it, we can. And she was like, I don't want to right now, but I will. And I was like, all right. Which I mean, it's also the thing she's is smart. Those- she's smart and she's respectful, but. And the thing is, those conversations would most likely be best done in person, too. Yeah. You know, because when you humanize them. So. Hum- yes, that's good. I meant like walking out of class or something. Oh, well, like, that so. would be cool. I know. I wish I had in-person things. Do you have in-person yeah. classes? I have one. Okay. And so. What class is it? Spanish. Oh, that sounds horrible. So I try- actually, I tried to make a friend. We, uh, I've told girl? you this already. It was, but it was just a friend, and um, okay. we went. My my uh, my English class actually got canceled, so I went straight to lunch, and she ended up was going to lunch after Spanish too. So we just walked. We both snowboard, and so we were talking, and then we got down to lunch. Right, we sat down, and somehow the conversation turned to how you cannot have a white author write a black character. Oh, and at that she point, she thought like, that. Oh yeah, she argued. She like explained it, and I just didn't say anything. I was like. Uh, not just the fact that you are so comfortable in your beliefs that you would bring that up to to a random stranger meaning you she brought it up to you and not think hmm, he might disagree and just like that's a that's you live in a echo chamber you live in a bubble have you you looked at this state every county in this state was blue Although she I was didn't from Staten Island I just kind of assumed the whole thing was blue every county that's crazy every county I mean there's like five counties or something so there's not many oh, counties. it is a small state but yeah but fun yeah but uh yeah so that was that i gave up after that that sucks i mean and yeah <laughs> so i don't actually i may end up being all virtual next year i have to pick That's my classes on actually monday what i did and so I, um, i'm all I'm virtual think- for next semester because so i don't I'm even thinking- have zoom calls i just was like totally <laughs> i was like screw uh- this because I'm like failing all my classes, not all of them, but I'm Great. failing calculus. I'm failing accounting, but that's not because of it's that one's a little more complicated, but the other two I'm fine. But like, I just, there's, it's like I get up at nine. I have a class. I have math four days a week at nine and I get up for it. And then I sit through it. Like, 
and then I just want to kill myself the rest of the day. Yeah. So no, I barely I get a... to do my work and I, you know, it's like, just, it's not, it's not productive. No. Well, I mean, my thing is I'm stuck here, right? I personally think that in February, there'll probably be an increase of COVID cases. Now, do and... you have to be on campus? Well, I'm about to argue to not be. But you technically have to right now? I don't have to. Like, I could have not come on at all for the last semester, but for certain labs. So what I'm doing right now is if I choose to stay home, I'm just going to stay home. And then once every two weeks, I'm going to have to drive up to do a lab because I'm in chem. Oh. And which isn't the worst thing. But I mean, I personally don't think that February is going to open up with in-person classes anyway. Yeah. Because I think well, there'll be a rise in this... cases. Okay, so my bank either deleted my account or the app broke. No, let's I, go with the latter. Hopefully, hopefully, I didn't delete. I'll have to call them tomorrow morning. They were doing maintenance today on the system, and then I just whatever. What bank do you use? Good thing most of my net worth is in cash here. It's Walden Savings. Um, okay, good. But yeah, yeah. Be I, careful. I think, you could run a bank scare with our whatever followers listeners you're gonna get on this two people maybe it could be up to 15 bro okay okay i'm gonna just maybe I'll bring we are gonna be going we're gonna go every week and dude next you're week, gonna be on it every week <laughs> dude i'm so down for that harass next week, me because honestly dude, next it's week literally do, it, do an in boston one next week yes for sure like for we sure. can do it in person i'm trying can do to do it go to in, mike's cannolis we could do it there or we could do it at my room that i'm renting yeah, we can actually do it here yeah i know but i'm saying yeah no but i'll bring up we, i'll bring the whole setup i can coffee. bring the microphones <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no we'll definitely do that and then you'll be back until february right or do you no, have no are they january pushing 28th your... oh okay i have are... no spring break oh you don't have spring okay i don't have spring break and yeah i don't like i said i'm heavily considering trying to just go all virtual now which means i'm not gonna left, take right? Yeah, I don't know if he's coming back or not. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. We may be trying to shove a fridge into your backseat at some point, but That's fine. maybe not. I think no one's coming with me, so James <laughs> might be coming. I, I don't think James is coming. I don't think he is. He but... mentioned to he mentioned that he was trying, but his mother's... Well, you're going to have to cut this part out of the podcast. I don't want to do it. Let's talk about it later. Okay. Um. Pay no mind to whatever was just said. Yeah, no one knows who that is anyway. It's not like... <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't have... Oh, listeners. James? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you hear the news? James, James can't go to Boston. <clears throat> but, yeah. So, it should be good. All right, let me just... Let's see what we got here. Fat is relative. Cool. <laughs> I have that written down. I just saw, like, five Instagram posts. and I love country TikTok. Yeah. Which is... You and I are in a very unique part of the world because country people would not call us country no right? no even City the people, way i see it we're not upstate because we're not past albany or troy yeah but we're not in the we're city not, we are by far not city people no but yeah. what we could do is we could walk into your new york city and look like we fit in mm-hmm. in the middle of the day but i also Come, fit in in rochester oh yeah that's the thing you can we can walk into the pine bush mcdonald's and fit it. Well, that's it's not really hard to fit in at McDonald's, but okay. Yeah, but the Pine Bush one is unique. The Pine Bush one definitely has some. I've had some experiences there. We all have. 
Okay. Mine was um, someone was breaking up while I was there, but that's beside the point. That <laughs> is the That is re- so. Okay. What, where yeah, was how, I called country TikTok? Yeah. So, I'm on country TikTok for some reason. It's about half of my feed. And what they I know the reason because it's epic, okay? Yeah, but like I didn't search them out, they just found me. So a little divine providence in there. But anyway, what this uh, one kid was saying is he was he made the argument that body positivity is not justification that you're fat. Body positivity came from the idea that there are physical disabilities either natural or obtained with, and he said, like, for example, veterans. And he was like, and those people should not be subjected to ridicule because of circumstances they can change. Yeah. And what he said is, however, a doctor, if a doctor diagnoses you with a certain condition, then guess what? That is a choice that you have made, most likely. You know what I just saw related to that is there was and a doctor. Just so you know, that right there would get me kicked out of college. Yeah. No, no questions. There, um, there was a doctor. <clears throat> uh, no, no, it was a nurse. I'm sorry. It was a nurse. And she told a patient to lose weight because she was trying to do a pap smear to check whatever that I think you check your cervix. If I, I I'm going to sound like you, an idiot. you mentioned you this on one cervix, of your previous correct? podcasts. No, this is pretty recent. Really? I just read this. Anyway, but maybe the, I talked to you. About she this. couldn't do whatever the procedure she was trying to do because um the woman was very overweight and she said you should lose weight and oh we did talk about this yeah we talked about it i think we just talked about it on the phone okay anyway she said you should lose weight you're overweight did you send this to me you sent this to me i didn't send this to you you i heard this through your voice okay anyway she said you should lose weight i'm on like it was on instagram i know i could go find it let me go find it because then i can tell you if it's actually a pap smear but anyway no but yeah I mean, may I comment quickly? Yeah, go ahead. Cut you off again. So I am a pre-med, so I listen to a lot of doctor insights. And what they're getting upset at is that they are losing the ability to, dis- to diagnose certain things because it's culturally insensitive. Not culturally insensitive. It's, uh, you know, it's looked down upon or it's part of cancel culture. So for example, you know, you are at risk for heart disease, for example, if you are obese and you will have a heart attack more, more likely than another person. Yeah. If you are, again, going back to one of my grandfathers, one of my grandfathers is. Okay. Got it. You I mean, sent it to me. You literally sent it to me. Did I really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Joe attended for cervical smear. Nurse complained about fat making it difficult, so she said she should lose weight before she returned. She didn't return. I nursed her at the end with her extensive cervical cancer with secondaries. She died at age 32. And the doctor said, F weight stigma, F those who pretend it's not real, F those who deliberately encouragement. These kinds of stories are numerous and ongoing. And I'm really not sure what he meant because – yeah. He said, yeah, hold on, I stopped my video just so I can go on TikTok and that's read fine. something yeah. related. He said, I think, I think there's two ways he could mean stop stigmatizing, saying you're overweight, you need to lose weight because this woman just died because of it. Or is he saying stop telling people yeah. they're overweight because it makes them not want to go to the doctor and then they get cervical cancer because that's not, no, false. But yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just, anyway, my point was <clears throat> the term fat is, is relative in, in, in some ways. It's not, it, there is an objective unhealthy level, but for example, I'll say to someone, so first of all, I've lost, um, I actually haven't lost any weight, but since I started working out, I've lost a, a, a little bit of fat on my stomach yeah. basically. So to myself right now, I'm still fatter than I want to be. I'm probably uh, over 15% body fat. I'd like to get lower than 15% body fat next summer. So I have abs so that all my muscles are showing better, right? That's a yeah. pretty normal thing if you work out and you want to get lower. So if I say to someone like, like I weigh more than I'm going to weigh next summer when I cut. Yes. So I was doing stuff at like work or whatever, uh, the salmon ladder or something. And I couldn't, you know, I was having trouble because my grip gives out. And I said something to Courtney, who's Evan's girlfriend. And okay. I was like, oh yeah, I'm a little fat right now. And she was like, oh, you're not fat. And I'm like, uh, well, uh, that's a relative. That's relative yeah. because to me, to, to a, a doctor, no, I'm not fat. I'm, I definitely am at a healthy weight right now. I'm the healthiest I've ever been. But I want to get less fat. So that, what's your, that's what's a, your that's ideal self is. Yeah, is, and that's a societal now, problem. Now, for example, right? I have been horrible. Usually, my my Did workout you on the was freshman fifteen. No, I can't. That's okay. that's where I'm getting at. I have not gained. I've technically lost weight since I came to college. What do you mean technically? That's not a tech. You either did or you didn't. I did lose weight. Oh, okay, but it was mostly muscle because I haven't. I work. I did like you mostly physical labor all summer. Yeah. For, you know, eight plus hours a day. And so, hold on. I actually got got fat over the summer. I didn't realize how fat I had gotten until I looked at like my picture with, apparently everyone in my house had noticed and just not said anything. But anyway, I didn't, I didn't notice. I I didn't get that fat. I, I just, I had definitely gotten, I had lost some muscle tone and, definitely put on a little fat but i had i have a picture from like the first day i started working out like almost three months ago now and then if like it's and it's right after i worked out and i'm you know i don't look great and then now the picture shirtless in the mirror right after workout i'm like what like and i mean that's you also lasted for three months yeah you know that's the thing a lot of people are marketed on the fact that they're going to look you know Oh yeah, but I still look horrible personally. I, I don't look as good as I want to. Well, and, and it's and, you know, not that. And it's not, not seeing... you know that sounds like could, that could be low self esteem. I have very high self esteem. I'm very happy with my body, the things I can do. I can bench press over 200 pounds now. I can deadlift 420 pounds. I haven't really squatted much, but like you know, and that's something I enjoy keeping track of. And there's people who can bench press 500 pounds. That doesn't yeah, make but me that's feel also, bad because yeah, I'm comparing that's, myself to that's myself. That's their limits, you know. That's what they've achieved. And they also take steroids. But anyway, that too. But no, and like my thing is, right, I haven't worked out since I got to college. I've done like a couple of self workouts, but I'm very unmotivated right now. And my yeah. thing is, I have a very high metabolism, so I don't gain fat very easily. I also, only eat two meals a day, but that's because I sleep in. Breakfast ends at 10. That's not bad. Either. You, can, you can gain muscle in a caloric deficit. You just have to eat enough protein. I eat chicken. So. All they serve here is chicken. That's good. Chicken's good for you. A little bit micronutrient deficient, but anyway, I'm now a, I'm I'm now a professional personal trainer in case I'm actually, I have two people who asked me for like workouts and. Well, good. That was exactly where I was going. When you get up here and we hit the gym, you gotta help me a little. I'll probably give you the simpler. My my split right now is uh, 
10 days, <laughs> which is kind of hard to follow. If yeah. I don't know how often, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But anyway, well, I'm interested in, yeah, I'm interested in enjoying a gym, at least for the winter break. Gyms are, gyms are good. Well, but you're going to be, where do you, where do you live I'm, when you're home? When I'm home at yeah. my house. I oh, know Campbell that. Hall. Where, is it Campbell? Campbell Hall? How far is that from Middletown? How long did it take you to get there? 15 to 20 minutes. All right. Cause I'm working out at crunch, crunch fitness in Middletown right now. Oh, okay. And um, I get yeah. a guest. So if you want to start coming with me when you're back, we could do yeah, that. Yeah, no. And I mean, my thing is, if my, my ideal job right now is a snowboard instructor. Yeah, that would, which would mean days where I'm snowboarding for a long four time. plus hours a day. Yeah. Your legs are. Yeah. Look, I'm, I just started hitting my legs hard, man. I'm going to hit legs on Wednesday. Dude, it's just, it works muscles that you won't work in any other way. Yeah. <laughs> because you're just, it's like if I just tried to push you over five times every five seconds just mm-hmm. one two three four five and you had to just rebalance yourself yeah i have to go snowboarding this winter dude, i've tr- never oh, been hollow and i are both trying to work at mount peter i heard about that yeah i so was honestly i be- was honestly thinking about applying to do maintenance or something what are you yeah, applying I, like what's the job you're trying oh, to get hollow and i are trying for instructors oh yes yeah i can't do that so that I means don't even... no yeah that means we're on we are on these slopes the whole time yeah i was um, just because yeah, I, mean, I do need another I had two jobs and then both of them kind of fizzled out and I think I'm working on Thursday again, but I'm just low on income. I mean, you can shoot them an application still. Yeah. I applied at, um, you know what, this is a little bit off topic for podcasts, but (laughs) I applied one other place a couple months ago, didn't get it, which was odd, but now I'm kind of figuring out why anyway. So (laughs) ulterior motives. Yeah. A little bit. (laughs) We can talk about that privately. So, we're gonna have like we're going this call will go on to like one, but at yeah. like twelve we'll cut off the podcast. We'll, 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 just, the- we'll just Bro, I literally have hour. stuff I have stuff written here that we maybe shouldn't even talk about on the podcast, but <laughs> like I just I just have vegetarian I, sausage. I don't know what the hell I meant. <laughs> it just says vegetarian <laughs> sausage. <laughs> that could be interpreted so many ways. Oh, I have I have a good question for you as a pre med. Let me let's let's get to that in a sec though. Um I've got Twitter election COVID, fat is relative, Christmas break. I don't know why that's on here, but vegetarian sausage i don't know why that's on here either and then i have faith in modern society so let's do the help the the pre-med one first because i i had this thought so this relates to um this phenomenon we've seen in in covid of people putting up signs putting it on hospitals whatever thank your healthcare heroes or your um essential workers they're heroes right now which pissed me off for the record okay so it pisses me off too because my thing is if you're a nurse you're a doctor whatever you signed up for your job you chose to go to school for that you chose to take your job at wherever you work and there are some hospitals i think and i might not even be right on this that were very heavily hit and you had to put in overtime and you had to but that's still your job now and and let me i gotta run Hmm? the nurses are understaffed but they're understaffed nurses are understaffed they're understaffed because they form unions and then the unions don't let them hire more people so that they can get overtime to make a livable wage whatever because they claim they're underpaid or whatever but if they want to make a good income they want a bunch of overtime hours so they don't let them hire more nurses so they get the overtime and then they complain when there's not enough nurses to actually do their job yeah and and the other thing is people don't realize doctors don't do a lot (laughs) <laughs> like you see on TV, doctors doing 
all of these things, right? Where, you know, they go in and they take this, they take blood, they take that. Unless you're on like the ICU and yeah. even there you're, you have a personal nurse doctors. Yes. Are very hands-on when they're doing surgery and stuff, but a doctor instructs a doctor will tell you to go run a blood test or something like that. A doctor looks at the system, references what he knows and what he has like any other profession. Being a doctor is not just learning everything. It's learning how to look up what you need to know. Exactly. You yeah. know, so a doctor may not have ever heard of your disease, but he can list the symptoms in such a way and with such wording that it triggers, you know, yeah. okay, you have X, Z, Y. Yeah. And so, but the thing is, doctors are very much, they're very much, um, how would I say this? They're more generals in the sense where they command and dictate yeah. and strategize, right? And then you've got um, but then technicians you have and nurses. The nurses and... and technicians, exactly. A doctor will ask for a blood test and he will not walk back in until a nurse has drawn the blood. A carrier, I, I forget their official name, has taken the blood from down. They, it's a special job. You have to do all this paperwork for like training and security and stuff. But a carrier carries it downstairs to the lab. The lab technician runs it, reads the results, which again can be the same amount of years of training as a doctor just to yeah. be a lab technician the the technician prints out the results write the results up in a particular way sends them back upstairs then the doctor will look at the results they're very much more dictators and so if you have gosh i'm i'm screwing my future self over possibly yeah dude you're just ripping <laughs> on yourself here and i mean I mean, but that's part of the thing, you know, after eight years of doing, hey, you get paid a lot to do it. So, well, yeah. And also after eight years, plus who knows, up to seven years residency of just being grunt work like that, you eventually earn that you don't have to run grunt work anymore. Yeah. And, and you know so much that you're irreplaceable and that's very important to note because people will be yeah. like, they'll hear you say that and they'll be like, well, then doctors shouldn't get paid so much. Like, no, 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 like, no, no. They're yeah, still the still, smartest guy you there. You are still in medical school for four years yeah you are still in college for four years and then you are in resident i don't think that's the thing people hear medical school college and think it's that no no you get paid fifty thousand dollars a year your four first three to seven years of being a doctor and although there's no change in title right for seven years you are just you're treated like crap you know, you are what's called a baby doctor. And so you can at your 10 year high school reunion, right? You can walk in there and, you know, say, hi, my name is Dr. Matthew Quirk. And you can hang a diploma up on the wall, but you cannot go get a job that no one would hire you. You have to do that three to seven years of grunt work, depending upon that. And then on top of that, if you really want to specialize, you're going to go from one to three more additional years of like $70,000 under a fellowship. And then you come out and start making actual X money. amount. Of, yeah. Yeah. Which is good money. I mean, you're making but me feel good about my career choice. <laughs> yeah. It's not well, a mean, doctor basically is aw. what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, but like, that's the thing. And even the uh, idea of like, you know, Oh, doctors. Yeah. School's expensive and stuff, but doctors can pay it back so much easy. 
no, your first 10 years when you're expected to make payments, you're still making $50,000 a year. Yeah. So you're, you're literally in a worse boat, usually making worse money than the average person. Now, but your, you know, 15 year guaranteed outcome is pretty high, oh, yeah. correct? But yeah, that's the thing. So if you're. And not to mention, just, you have to actually pass like med school and stuff. And that's now, hard. Now, the, the thing about that is that's 99% of people that are accepted into med school become doctors. Okay. I because didn't know that. the, that's a very the, high the application. Well, that's the thing. People don't understand how hard it is to apply to med school. Okay. Less than, I believe it's less than 30% are accept, of applicants are accepted into med school each year. Now, your program currently, you are pre-med. How long is your pre-med program? My pre-med program, I am trying to zoom through this. I don't want to be 40 years old and becoming a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so right now I am, I would be applying my junior year of college to a medical to school. To medical schools, okay. Now, which realistically Now, does could Boston vary. College have a medical school? They do not. I wouldn't want to be here anyway for medical school. Okay. I think, I mean, again, this is the other thing. How you get a job in the future is not so much determined by where you go to medical school. It is determined on where you do your residency. Uh, and so mm -hmm. that's, which again, may sound foreign to you. But medical school itself, you can go to Liberty Medical School, right? Liberty yeah. University just opened up a medical school. And so they can train doctors. Now, if you do that, and then you go to residency at New York Presbyterian. Yeah, you know, that's going to look a lot better. Then if you went to Harvard Med School, and then you did your residency at ORMC. Yeah. Or, or as I should say now, Garnet Health. Oh, yeah, Garnet Health. <laughs> forgot about that were you the person i called upset when i heard that on the radio no i called <laughs> someone that's driving funny. home from work upset about just that that's great <laughs> so yeah my my yeah basically my question was as a pre-med future doctor um does the healthcare heroes thing piss you off because it pisses me off like yeah and now what that uh, i'll actually top focus yeah, on that point that tangent where does it I, end <laughs> so i understand and i think that there is a certain respect that should go along with it right because this is a particularly hard time for doctors and and, and i do not doctors, i i don't like, downplay the struggle yeah. and the extra work and hours that these people have to put in i and just don't like the their heroes like no that, that's the thing you 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 take an oath at your graduation from medical school, which ironically the class of 2020 for many schools did not. So that's beside the point, but you take an oath to do no that's harm so and to do the best care for your fellow man, right? Regardless of their race, beliefs, all that stuff, right? Which includes you might get the short straw. Yeah. And what I'm finding is that I would just like everyone it seems to almost have gone the opposite way of uh, defund the police, right? They're semi-similar organizations to an extent, the police force and the doctor force, right? They're both putting their life on the line, especially in the past couple of... <laughs> Dancing no, to the music for... Yeah, um, that's, but, um... that's, I, was I, I wish that it never happened. <laughs> oh gosh, you're gonna love this car ride back. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> 
God. We're going to make it two and a half hours. No, nah, we're going to make it like five hours. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> Mom, dad, if you're listening, that's not true. Yeah, I know. My parents are going to like, are trying to like terrified because Boston driving is something else. Yeah, that's actually that's largely why uh, Jake wasn't able to go. Is his parents are like, I don't like that you're driving in Boston. And I was like, I mean, James did it. Yeah. He also did it with like a massive truck. So he could yeah. probably get hit by yeah, I think I'll be fine. Yeah. Anyway. I trust you. But no, but the thing is. My car might you, be falling apart, but mm. I just replaced the brakes and I just did the oil change. So, but it makes a so new noise. Anyway, <laughs> you're going to get anyway, in the car, but, hear the noise and be like, you're going to die. Matt, I've, I've been in some sketchy cars. Again, there's stories I'll tell you not being recorded. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, no. yeah. yeah, but, um. I've driven some sketchy cars. Um, but what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be honored, right? And be like, yeah, you know what? In this special time where they're making abnormal sacrifices, you know, if, you're, if your neighbor's a doctor, acknowledge that they're working a lot of hours, th- a lot of, you know, yeah. 36 to 24 hour to 48 hour shifts, and they may not cook <clears throat> dinner for your family, you know? And I think that's something that's, you know, yeah, go make a meal for your neighbors if they're a doctor. But that comes that comes down to just be a good person. Be, exactly. You know? That becomes like, down to don't be, a be good evil, human. like the Google thing. Yeah, and what's but what I what personally bugs me about this is how hypocritical it is. Yeah. Right, because you're saying yes. Oh, look at that. And I remember, I saved this because it it this one made me livid. I remember I was on my way to get the mail when I saw this, and it was, look at how much we pay doctors compared to what we place pay sports players shouldn't the people were literally you know giving up their lives to help others stay safe be paid more than sports people and what i was like is like give that three months yeah you know give that till the once the pandemic ends and you will go right back to complaining that no one should be paid more than whatever is their fair share you know yeah. you value what you have when you need it yeah you know once it's just there, and until you don't need it, there's, it's immediately. You take it for the, granted. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, you know, doctors are a select group of people. You know, the majority of the world Couldn't could not achieve to what they want. Yeah. And that's not saying, you know, you, for example, right? If you worked your ass off, right? If you studied, right? You could be a doctor. I'm working well, my ass off to be interestingly a too, but that's part of it too, is you have to start so early, like sophomore yeah, you, year. Had I decided, let me go get into a good pre-med program. Sophomore year. I could have worked yeah. my butt off and, and had a 98 GPA. And, and gotten No, it. I mean, the thing is you can still do it. Right. But do you want to No. Do you want to be in school for eight <laughs> more years? I don't want to be in school for two more months. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's the thing you're people are, very quick to say you know oh i could do this i could do that you could but yeah, you didn't but you didn't you know yeah and, that's, and you're at the point yeah, where you I'm never not, will again why would i walk around telling people like yeah you know i, I could have been a doctor you know i could have been a exactly. doctor and it's like why, thing, right? i don't know am i 100 percent on being a doctor no but it's too late <laughs> well no but the thing is you go in saying yes yeah because you can say yes and say no a heck of a lot easier than you can yeah. go in saying no and then you do a fifth year of college to say yes. 
you know? Yeah. And so that's the thing. You, it's a very time sensitive thing. And so it's, but if say I don't become a doctor, right? Say if gender studies becomes my calling, <laughs> right? Good choice. Very I'm not inclusive. going to walk around saying that I, I, I was on a pre-med track, you know, I could have been a doctor. I could yeah. have, been, you know, no, I didn't put in the time and effort. I didn't do the hell of a life that if you have time, right. And to whatever, I don't know who listens to this. Who's listening at this point. <laughs> if you're listening at this for... point, I, you're my, I love you. If and you're listening I... at this point, if you're one of the first five people listening at this point, and you probably know who we are. I will give you a McDonald's gift card if you contact me about it. Just so you know. All right. We'll see what happens with that. But, you know, oh gosh, for $5. <laughs> I'm okay losing $25 over this. All right. Uh, so anyway, well, yeah. yeah. The COVID heroes, um, it's a chosen thing. It's, yeah, you know, it's not. Yeah. Obviously, you have to be a special level of intelligence and discipline to be a doctor. And we shouldn't downplay that. I just, you know, especially the nurses, because it's not hard to be a nurse. But anyway, um, oh. <clears throat> you've just pissed off every nurse ever. I know. But, um, yo, I had a this nurse. <laughs> did I tell you about this? She wouldn't pay me for mowing her lawn. And then oh. so this is a funny story, actually. Let me go on. Let's tell this. So. I get this. All right. I get a job in Central Valley for who now I know is a doctor. Okay. And he asked me to come up and fix his fence, chain link fence. What's up? Okay. Me? Chain, chain, who? No, I'm good. A chain link fence. And I'm like, I don't know how to fix a chain link fence. So naturally I say, sure, I'll come take a look. <laughs> so I come up, I fix his fence. He also says, hey, I have this bed in the front yard i want it removed could you do that and i'm like yeah i could do that so i do his fence and then the next week josh and i go up and we i rented a trailer i borrowed someone's truck i told you about that and then mm -hmm. we went and we did the landscape job in the front i charged him relatively low for what the job i did and it was nice and I, by this time i've developed a good relationship with his wife because she, she's usually home when i'm there and i've talked to them very nice people christians really great people and, um, and the second time I'm there, he, his wife is like, Oh, by the way, one of the nurses who works for my husband, um, is probably going to call you. She needs someone to do landscaping or mow her lawn or something. And I'm like, cool. So I get a call from her. I get a text from her, this woman, a couple weeks later. And she says, Hey, you know, my, my lawn's really in need of mowing. Can you come? I don't even know what she said. She FaceTimed me, which was very odd. <laughs> at work she's a nurse and and i'm like hi you know whatever and i'm gonna have a mower also so i'm i'm with denardo at the time and he's like yeah i can get a mower and everything and i'm like all right cool let's go you know whatever tomorrow and take a look so we go we take a look she's not home i give her the, the quote over text too yeah and i said i can come mow it tomorrow or monday or something and she says all right cool perfect i go i do it she pays me cash that day nothing no, no issue problem. yeah the following week, I tell her I'm going to come Monday afternoon. She just says, okay. And 
at this point, I probably could have told her what time I was coming, but I didn't really know. So I just said Monday afternoon and figured that's fine because yeah, someone that's... will be home. like, and that's typically what landscape people do if I, as I've worked yeah. for them for six years and they're always late anyway. It's like, you know what I mean? So I get there, we pull up, unload the trailer, start going. I go to the back to start weed whacking in the back as Devin's mowing the front. Yeah. And I open the gate and I'm like, oh shoot, her dogs are out in the backyard. It's fenced in. And I see what I only see one dog. So I walk over to try to see if I can knock on the door and let the, tell the person to let the dogs in because there's a car in the driveway. Yeah. And then I look back and one of the dogs runs out the gate. So I'm like, shoot. So I quick go close the gate behind me, go out to the front. I yell at Devin. I'm like, yo, the dog got out. He's like, oh crap. And the dog runs away. 20 minutes later, whatever. We finally get the dog back in. I'm calling the owner of the house repeatedly, banging on the door, banging on the back door, banging on the front door. I can, there's definitely someone home. I can, I yeah. know there's someone home. I'm calling the homeowner. I called her like three times. I text her repeatedly over 20 or 30 minutes. No response. Finally, I just am like, all right, dude, let's just do the front. I'm going to text her one more time. We'll do the front. Hopefully she gets back to me before we finish and someone can come let these dogs in. And not, no response. So we do the front. I text her. I'm like, hey, look, we're leaving right now. Your dogs are out in the back. I can't do the back. I'm going to charge you. So I was charging her 60 for the whole property to mow it. We'd whack it. And I said, just give me 40 to come out today because I had to come out and your dog got out and I was pissed. And she didn't get back to me, whatever. So I was like, I didn't actually give her a price when I texted her. I'm like, hey, sorry. Finally, she calls me while after I'm back at Donardo's house unloading yeah. the trailer. And she's like, hey, sorry, I'm in Florida. Um, my daughter should be home. I'll tell her to let the dogs out. And I'm like, no, I, I'm sorry. I already left. Um, I'll just do the back next week when I come. Yeah, no. And I was like, it's, all right. It's a week. It's not going to. Yeah, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, just pay me $40 for coming out today. And she's like, okay, yeah, what's your Venmo? And I texted to her and that's that. Doesn't pay me. So I mowed it on well, on a Monday. Yeah. Doesn't pay me. I think I text her again on Wednesday. I text her I text her again. I'm like, hey, just I can't come next Monday until I get paid. Please pay me. No response. Saturday rolls around, maybe Sunday. And I'm like, look, I can't come Monday until I get paid. Please pay me. No response. So we don't go on Monday. Um, and then I actually have the conversation. I'll just read it for oh, you. That's, that's be good. Um, this has so, gone so many places that I did not expect tonight. No. I mean, it's fine. So I go, um, so here, I actually have the first time I even, I gave her the quote. I said, $60 per mow. We can mow tomorrow morning. We can also take all the brush by the side of the house if you want. She says, okay, thank you. Can you remove some leaves? And do you want cash or Venmo tomorrow? And I'm like, cash is great. So she pays me the next day. Monday, when we go to mow, I text her at 3.52 PM. Is someone at your house? I'm here to mow and the dogs are out. No answer to door knocks. Nothing. I called her several times. Then at 4.22, half an hour later, I said, I did the front lawn. Dog got out. She's back now. I can't mow in the back with the dogs out. We're finishing up now. We're going to leave soon. Still about 15 minutes before we left. Yeah. No response. Finally at 5.07, text me back. So I said, could you just let me know when you pay me? She says, sure. I said, I can't come until you get paid for yesterday. Then on Saturday, before I go back, I said, just a reminder, I can't come um, next week. I should be the last mode this season. Then I can give you a quote for a fall cleanup if you want. Yeah, yeah. And then no response. So then 
I get a call from the doctor in Central Valley again who referred me to her. Okay. Okay. And he wants me to come fix some lights for him. That was the sketchy lighting job I was doing. <laughs> so I go up, I do that well, for I'm him. Curious, and I mentioned, was it just buy? Uh, what did you do for that? Just buy, buy most of them I actually something? couldn't fix. I did yeah. alligator clamps on some of them. And the, yeah. So I go up and I do that. And I'm talking to his wife, who's very friendly, like I said. And uh, yeah. she was like, yeah, how you been doing with the landscaping stuff? And I was like, oh, good. You know, that that nurse called me and actually she never ended up paying me for the second mow and whatever. And his wife is like, oh, so then she comes out later. She's like, hey, I told my husband about that. And she's actually at work right now. You should text her again and tell her to pay you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I trap. say, and this is where it gets more interesting, more interesting quirk. <laughs> So I texted. I oh, know you gave out my last name. I'm cooked. <laughs> I said, just reaching out to remind you, you still owe me forty dollars. My friend and I need to be paid for our time. Right. and completely reasonable. And this is, she responds, "What is your Venmo? I'll pay you thirty dollars, which is still ridiculous for half a yard that I couldn't even tell if it was mowed. Never mind weed whacked, and for that price, you should have been edging on my front curb. Not okay. Now, <laughs> I'd already mowed her once. She could have said." can you edge the front curb or when I gave her the quote and hadn't mowed yet, she could have said, that seems a little high. Can you go lower? Okay. Yeah. No, it's, and I said, price okay. negotiation would be, you know, expected, not after I did the freaking you work. You didn't do it. So yeah. And I said, okay, you could have told me that the first week when we agreed on the price and you not paying me is not something I'll tolerate. And you're going to pay me 40, not 30 because I came out and then I sent her my Venmo. And she goes, I'm not paying you another penny. You did an awful job, and I have pictures from the day after you mowed, and it was terrible. You never said what time you were coming. You're a terrible business person, and I will tell anyone who will listen. Now, keeping in mind, I'm 18. First of all, so I've been working in mowing and landscaping for six, five, six years. So no, yeah. first of all, I know I didn't do a bad job on the mow. I could have edged the front curb, but she never said to do that, and it didn't look bad. So I didn't even think to do that. Actually, I did. I did occur to me, but I was like, I don't need to do it. And the she thing is, just edging, said, edging, and okay, I have five years landscaping experience, yeah, landscaping I, experience, but edging is not something that's normally done either. No, it's not. And she was like, for that price, you should have been edged. Like, bro, it would have taken me thirty seconds. It's not like yeah, exactly. So I know generally how to quote these jobs because I've worked for people who just mow lawns, and I know how to make it look nice, right? So it didn't look bad. She's making that up. Then I said, and then she goes, I never agreed to pay 40 for a crappy half-assed job and 60 was ridiculous too. So I just stopped responding. I just leave it at that. Two days yeah. later, two days later, she pays me $40. <laughs> and I, I have a feeling that my doctor friend might have yelled at her or something. I don't know that for sure. Maybe not. Yeah. yeah. But I have a feeling he might have yes. been like, pay that kid. Doctors are nosy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and she, like, apparently I so, talked to right. another nurse who happens to know her and she, uh, said she's not a, not a great nice character, person. So. Yeah. 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 Your doc the doctor talked to her, just so you know. Yeah. But, Doctors um, have the one position where they can literally learn anything about you. you literally know? anything. Oh no, no. Yeah. You know, things are protected by law. A doctor can just Google <laughs> through Dr. Google. Dr. Google. Like, oh, so Matt Harrison has had. Eight hair transplants. <laughs> well, I was going to call you bald. You took it there. 
um yeah so that's fun though i am a little worried now this is more like personal but that he has not so every time i do a job for him i text him a pdf of the invoice yeah and because he's you know wealthier so he likes to keep he likes to have a receipt i texted him this time and is he older too he's not that old he's probably 40s Um, yeah, I texted him. He didn't respond this time. So I'm a little worried that like, he thinks I overcharged him or something, but I, I don't know. That's scary. But yeah, your, your, your dorm mates are having a good night, man. Is that the next room over? Is that the hallway? It's the hallway. That's oh no, actually, well, I have the stairs right over here. So that's, um, that's a blessing slash curse. Cause it can be really annoying or really quiet. My back wall borders the bathroom toilets. Mm, so I hear awesome. flushing throughout the night. All right, let's try to. It's eleven thirty. I want to hit one more topic, and um, let's do that, and then I'll just end the call, and we can talk if we want for a little bit. Yeah, I'm up or till three ish. Just yeah, so you know, I so. have to get up not early tomorrow, so I don't care. Yeah, I just have church. Um, but it's a late church, so I have written down here faith in modern society, and I don't know what I meant by that, but I do know that I'm writing my research paper my final paper for English on church attendance, how it is a positive thing for society. And now the fact that COVID and the numbers have been, having been already falling before COVID is bad for society. It's, and I, I did expand that a little bit because yeah. I expanded it to general religion is good for society. Just so I don't look biased because I am a yeah. member of a, pres- of a particular. Protestant church. Yeah. Um, but I also am going to say, you know, the number one religion in the U.S. is Christianity. So using yeah. this data is unbiased. But yeah. Yeah, no. And I'll, I'll just say I'm currently writing on uh, my current paper, which is the long one of the semester, is not, I'm comparing 9-11 as a traumatic event COVID? compared to COVID. Interesting. And so it's interesting just because I'm reading the stats, too, about how after 9-11 churches were. You couldn't find Full. a seat in church. Yeah. You know, you had families that have gone to church for 40 years, show up and their pew was taken. You know, so that yeah. was as opposed to how opposite this is. Well, the, the, the weird part with this one is they told people they couldn't go. And now that they have reopened churches, these churches that already didn't know how to bring people in lost members and don't know how to get them back. And, yeah, and on top of that, you've got people who are sitting at home and watching services, which is better than nothing, right? Yeah. But I mean, currently that's what I'm doing. There's a there's... large, there's a very, um, it's good to go and have community oh, no, with that's, people. That's and that's part of, the... of my argument too. Objectively, it's good to be part of a fellowship community. Fellowship is, yeah, fellowship as is instructed in scripture is also a societal And you know, one thing too is again, when I talk, I like to talk pragmatically. So if anyone was listening, they could say, yes, I agree with that. So obviously, Uh, um, so one thing too, is we are inherently spiritual creatures. No one disagrees with that. No one disagrees with that. I mean, there may be someone, but we are inherently spiritual beings. We're very sensitive to spiritual stuff, which is why you have superstitious people, which is why you have people who listen to, you know, uh, like horoscopes and stuff like that. And, and that's, that's fine. That's like, that's, or it's not necessarily fine, but that's, that's true. So being spiritual people, we have to have community and fellowship with other spiritual beings and, and have that unity and that, um, 
sharing of uh, of peace and of fellowship and community because it's good for us. So it's undeniable. No one, I don't think anyone would would argue that being alone is better than being with people, not from an introvert versus extrovert standpoint, but I think most people agree you need to have some human interaction. Exactly. And, um, and we're better wrote- to get it in somewhere that is gathered around a core belief with a positive moral ideal, whether or not you think morals are objective, but Ex- they, they yeah. the goal of a church, even if it's wrong, is still to make people better people. Yeah, and the, the idea also is that, you know, you want that interaction to be positive, you know, so you're going to meet with people that are similar and where if you engage in it, look, you and I have, hash down theological differences more for times than I time. can count, right? Yeah. For nonstop for over four years at this point, right? Yeah. And I would say that made us better friends. Mm-hmm. The ability to for argue sure. and yell at a person uh, is what, what is makes... It? Truth is a spark to which objections are like bellows, right? Yeah, exactly. And But even just as an individual level, I am confident that I could call you and just start yelling at you. You and you would be taken aback, right? I would be like, I'd be like, why is he yelling? <laughs> but I wouldn't. But, but you wouldn't be like, oh, okay, friendship's over. Yeah. That's it. You know, you would call me back and be like, what the heck was wrong with you? Yeah. You know, and I may be hot-headed, but in a day or two, I'd be like, yo, bro, my bad. And obviously, if you killed my mother, that would be different than, you know, differencing in opinions. So I think that's just something that's, that's being lost really as we lose the church. Cause I think I we've discussed this, but I think the issue is that the church, the church's ideas and ideals are necessary for society to function in the way that it has in America for the past 246 years. Right. Whereas we're losing it in the church. So what's happening in the church? The, 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 the things that were normally found in the church are moving to the government or to other non, you know, non, uh, non-church structures. Like, for example, even Chapel Field. I love Chapel Field with all my heart, but they are being forced to play the role of the church in a lot of cases, I think. Thoreau. Where I, Thank you. Sorry. Anyway, Thoreau said that, I believe. Thoreau? Yeah. In, uh, in Walden or uh, in Wal- either Walden. Is it Walden? Is that one of his books? Or Oceana. Anyway, go ahead. No, but just I'm saying that the, the, the institutions that the church once held, right? The, the ideals of discipline, religious and spiritual discipline, were once something that the church would handle, you know, as well as care of the poor. Mm-hmm. You know, if you had a poor member, you would help them and reach out to them and you have the community now, to rally on it yeah and that's the thing but now that the, the government basically has to force people to give yeah and that's that's a societal thing too where you've pulled the that you've you've made it so that it's politically incorrect to tell someone you're doing something wrong ever and you've also made it the government's job to take care of the poor which i don't think is a good idea now the argument is you got to make sure all the poor people can be fed because churches can't feed all of them well okay you know what the government can't either so 
Yeah, exactly. But you know, that's a, and, again a whole separate conversation. But and the thing is, I think it's different. Okay, let's say, you know, during this pandemic, for where churches may have been closed for the first month, right? I think the lockdown was justified. We had no idea. We didn't see any statistics, right? Yeah. I'm. I was okay first month, maybe two months, right? And also, we weren't as as we participated in many activities together. Yeah, I could have phrased that better. As we did many events Yo. together, <laughs> we still we, were we were still able to hang out. Yeah, we and hung see out our friends with and groups and friends. You know, sometimes socially distancing, some mostly not. You know, I think that we followed the guidelines. And then we with didn't go visit sense. our grandparents. Exactly. You know, and you know, if we were hanging out, it was outside. And it was, you know, and we were being as careful as I think was reasonable. And obviously you can say Cuomo said not to do it that way. And I can say, well, I disagree with Cuomo. Yeah. I didn't get it. Take the lake, take the lake or biking, for example, right. Or particularly the lake. We were outside at a lake. So there was constant breeze, Mm -hmm. you know, and then what we went kayaking. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's you know that's whatever that's whatever that's there's no even reason to talk about it it's over too and none of us got it so that's yeah but exactly and i mean so that's just my take on that the the government i think takes what should be suggestions and mandates it into law a lot too often well i just you know as a, a a libertarian leaning person i generally think the government shouldn't be making like anything a law you know, if something is good and should be done, then society should find it on its own. Now, obviously, that's not going to happen. I don't believe yeah. that it can happen, but I don't know why we would want to trust the government to do it if we don't trust normal people to do it. And then you've got a whole other uh, which is a paradox which is, that you can't solve. Which again goes to the ideal career politicians. Yeah, you know, because ideally, I would vote for the person that I believe is most likely able to uh, enact the beliefs I feel should be represented in the country, right? Yeah. However, it has become such a jumble of jargon and Oh, buzzwords. Don't even get me started on buzzwords. But and yeah. intricate, uh, intricate steps to where unless... So, like, here's my thing, right? No one can just walk in and read a law anymore. Yeah. Right. And I'm not saying that, you know, anyone's going to be able to decipher the Constitution. Right. But I mm-hmm. think you should be able to go in and read a piece of legislation and understand why it's and, there and what it says. Yeah. You should be able to at least get the general grasp of it. Yeah. You know. And yes, you may not understand every repercussion of it in every you know way that is being in every case yeah and that's why you have a judge who knows it really really well lawyers and career people for it right yeah but i think the thing is you're getting to the point where now could you and i go read through some laws Mm -hmm. yes and we could probably understand it i would also say we had an exceptional education via dr gill and other people on literally like this is how you interpret yes and that's the thing, you know, and he familiarized us with that jargon to an extent, too. More historical versions, but we also have Google. But the thing is, A, most people aren't willing to take that time. Yeah. You know? And B, most people just don't care. Yeah. Most you know what people- it is, too? I think people have gone from 
fighting for their causes themselves to just saying, oh, that politician supports my cause, let's vote him into office. And that's what causes that polarization where you have people fighting about a politician and they're not even fighting about the policies. They're like fighting over, I hate Trump and I support Trump. You're not actually fighting about Trump's policies. Usually you don't even know what they are, but you hate him because he's not the guy who supports what you want. And that's- Did I send you the uh, Bill Burr clip? Yeah, I was- I don't remember what it was. The president? The woman, yeah, yeah. So I'll explain quickly. So he goes, he's on stage, he's doing a routine night, and he goes, one day there will be a woman president. The whole audience erupts into explosions of cheers and clapping, right? And he's like, you idiots. You don't even, you're clapping and you have no idea what her policies will be. Mm -hmm. And I was struck. I was like, wait a second. That's, That's exactly what's happening. Yeah, he's like, comedy is and he, good. He explains. He's like, folks, I have nothing against a woman president, but if she says, you know, I'm, I, I'm now building onto this into my own style. But you know, if she's, re, for you know, rebuilding Auschwitz, we're not going to vote her into office. Yeah, and so that's the thing. It's, it's also uh, idealizing the person itself rather than the policies they stand for. And to be fair, you know, I do think people do that about Trump. They do that with Trump. He's a figurehead in a lot of ways, but they do it. I think more, but he's a figurehead that also has policies that make sense for his his party. His figurehead is a a closer reflection of the party of his actual. Yeah. Whereas I think Biden is more of a puppet of the left. I think, you know, Kamala is just four years. Yeah. You know, you got someone with like 40 something years of experience in politics who's never done anything significant except Benghazi, not Benghazi, sorry, uh, the Iran deal. And like, hey, 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 he got kicked out of the presidential race for plagiarism 20 something years ago. All right. Anyway, let's let's wrap up the podcast here because I don't even know how long it is, but it's long. Oh, you poor people. Yeah. No one's here. It's okay. Okay. But uh, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Tune in next week. Uh, I'm going to be uploading on Mondays. Uh, that should give me the whole weekend to record if I, I get me some flexibility. So up uh, Mondays, new episodes. Um, anyway, have a good week. Stay safe and God bless.